listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 249. We are that podcast that for anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijeron Mass. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And I am running off of a container of yogurt. That's not good. Nope. And Jesus Christ. Is it any good? Actually, yes. Uh, cherry. I don't like it, so I'll, I'll leave it to you to judge. Yeah, it's Greek yogurt, so it's my kind of thing. Jesus Christ, have you... I don't expect Ari to answer this, but Mako, have you been outside at all today? Hell yeah. It's cold. <laughs> it's not. It hasn't gotten above freezing today. It was, it was like 22 degrees by me. Yeah. Christ almighty. I don't function well in this kind of weather. Yeah. None of us do. And Jesus <clears throat> titty fucking Christ, we just lost another, um, another musical celebrity. Hmm. Uh, Clarence Blowfly Reed. It just showed up on my Twitter. What is th- what is 2016? The year of taking all the musical artists. Somebody want to take the death note away from George R. R. Martin, please. I mean, if you're going to do this, at least take uh, Justin Bieber with you and the, and the Kardashians. I mean, come on. And also, while you're at it, take Kanye West, too. Shit. Yep. God. We are live. My phone is telling me that it is 24 degrees, but it feels like 15. Let's see. If I pull it up on mine, 30, where the channel says 30 degrees, feels like 17. Christ on a stick. 22 just remember, for me. people. You don't have metal in your body. True. That shit hurts. So you're enjoying it and hating it at the same time. I enjoy this weather only because it kills shit. Mm. It kills the bugs. If we don't get cold weather like this, we have really, really, really bad springs and summers with bugs. Yeah. True. So I like the winter because one, it's pretty, and two, it kills the bugs. I do not like winter because my body cannot handle cold weather anymore. Mm. I used to walk outside barefoot to go to my neighbor's house in a foot of snow. What? Yeah. Don't say a foot of snow because we're supposed to get that this weekend. I'm not buying that shit for a second. Yeah, they they have no idea what way the storm is going. Mm-hmm. Ari, what was that? Said, yeah, I don't believe it either. I just don't want to have to think about it. Plus, you know, yeah, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Sorry about that. I got like I'm all like congested over here. No um, the uh, what was it? Let's talk about the snow. Yeah. 
Yeah, if it snows really hard, you may, I only work on a weekday, so it's not like I'm going to get off or anything. See, I'm in a metropolitan area, as y'all know, which is uh, New York City, so the trains will be running one way or another, so... Except for the end. Actually, the end is running. Wasn't it supposed to be shut down for like a year or something? No, 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 no. It's running express from Stillwell Avenue to 8th Avenue with a stop at Bay Parkway going to Manhattan. It's going to be like that for a year and a half, and then it's going to be like that for another year and a half on the Coney, Coney, uh, um, Coney Island bound side. So just so they can <coughs> excuse me, just do a complete breakdown and work on of the uh, construction of, the, of rebuilding the stations and stuff. I think it's kind of crazy, but it's kind of effective. It needs all the help you can get, really? Mm-hmm. I have to expect them to say, yeah, this is going to take a lot longer, and we're also going to increase, um, we're going to bring the fares up. But thankfully, due, due to work, I don't have to worry about that too, too much. But anywho, we are live tonight, week of January 19, 2016, here on the VOG Network. We're here Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VOGNetwork. There's an IRC link. If you click on it, that will bring you to our to our chat room, and it'll activate your default chat client if you have one. And let's see what's going on in the chat room. Everyone's pretty much complaining about the cold and so forth. And I believe... Sarah Atkins talking about work at 5.30 in the morning. Trust me, I understand 6 a.m. Uh, Nemesis2015 says, telling me to come to Colorado where the wife will feed me. Um, I eat a lot of food. Just so you yeah. know. I eat a lot so of you, food. So you'd have to pay for him to come out to Colorado, and then you'd have to pay to feed him. And that's expensive. Yeah. 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 Hope, hope you got deep pockets. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Sarah Ackerman goes, food. Yeah, who are you trying to kid? I haven't had my dinner yet. It's sitting in the microwave so I can eat it right after um, this podcast. I can watch NCIS. And not a word out of you, Mako-chan, please. The ending was so freaking cute. <sighs> it was adorkable. It was great. Did it have anything to do with McGee? Yes. That's all I need to know. Okay. Let's go ahead and kick things off. Here we go. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Uh, Today has been a big load of shit for me, honestly. Mm. Went to the doctors because, you know, now that I have decent insurance, I can, you know, get the medicine I need because... Before that, I had gotten a raise at work, and you go. The uh, health provider was like, "Oop, you make too much money. You don't qualify for this anymore." So I went for like seven or eight months without the without my medicine, and I got it before work today. And well, it's just waiting in my car. Got to take it. Got to uh, <clears throat> get it up in my uh, bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I started a lot, not like going to the doctors because it's just a reminder of you know how many fuck-ups I have with me, and uh, how 
shit doesn't always really get better for me to, to, despite my best efforts. And also tomorrow I have jury duty, which means I gotta be up at like 7 o'clock to uh, go hang around in a uh, <clears throat> municipal courthouse to see if I'll get picked to serve other, or just be sent home and waste my entire day. At least you still get paid for it, though. For work or for going to jury duty? Going because to jury duty. Five bucks. I mean, don't you get paid through your job? I have to... Once I get dismissed or whatever, I have to get a little, you know, piece of paper or whatever it is, like some kind of form, mm -hmm. have them fill it out and submit it to my supervisor, who will eventually credit me... Like credit tomorrow's day of work as actually me being there because you do get paid if you have to get get called in for jury duty. Mm. And you know, blah blah blah. See the Quimby boy hang for this, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. So shit really hasn't been good for me today. I need drinks. We all do. So yeah, hopefully Mako-chan will be able to uh, cheer us up after that. Sorry for bringing everyone down. But knowing her, she probably has something, though. You know. Here's hoping. Mm-hmm. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? I'm cold. Well, we already know you're a cold for your bitch, but how was your week and how was your day? I'm cold. <laughs> um, basically, I worked a lot. <laughs> Today, I went back to the old place and uh, finished cleaning out my room. Got some stuff thrown away, got some stuff packed up. I have uh, both of my geeky snuggies with me now. And I have my uh, my heated blanket, so that is set up in my bed, so that after the show I can just hit the button on, and within you know five ten minutes my bed is nice and toasty warm when I get into it. And yeah, that's basically it. It's been pretty damn boring. Although, I guess I could talk about, you know, all the noms. You can if you want to. Yeah, so, um, Friday, I went out to dinner and, uh, had Ranma come down to surprise, uh, Michelle and Chris and Damon when we went out to dinner. And it was all the noms. Oh, yeah. So much sushi. <clears throat> but yeah, basically lots and lots of noms. And then we went to the mall and got frickin' bubble tea. And then we went to Walmart and got pretzels. And oh my god, so much food. <laughs> yeah, Walmart has Philly Pretzel Factory in it now. Hmm? Say what now? Philly Pretzel Factory in Walmart. Not all of them. This one still has Auntie Anne's. Okay. 
once you may have them. That I mean. Yeah, I, 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 I believe I passed a, one, a Philly Pretzel Factory on the way down, but as you were saying, Mako. Oh, sorry. They dropped me from the call, so. Um. But yeah, just, uh. Yeah, that, that, that's basically it. Okay. It was at least fun for a little while, and then back to reality. <laughs> <laughs> well, my weekend day was pretty good. And, and let me see, let me adjust something right here. There we go, perfect. Yep. Work has been, has been usual, fun and all that good stuff, and... I decided to actually get get things together and go to the gym. So I've started going to the gym, started working out. So my goal is probably go maybe four, maybe five times a week if possible. And since there's a plan fitness right by the job, I can definitely swing by there. So I'm good about that. Um, Right now, I'm actually wearing my awesome Ronma one-half shirt that I got from Christmas from Mako-chan. And I absolutely love the hell out of this shirt. You've been wearing that shirt constantly. I, I, I love it! It's his new favorite shirt. Yes! And also, as some of y'all know, um, in my new studio here... There is like this window right in front of the computer where I work. And I always seal it during the winter. But what's been happening lately is for like the last month or so, they've been doing construction next door and they put up a wall. And for some, and somehow that wall has basically blocked a lot of wind resistance. So what I've been doing was I have a, my, my speaker system, I put like the, the center speaker up in the windowsill. So I'm like, it's perfect. It sits right there. Up until about two days ago when I had to seal the window because it got really fucking cold. So, the middle speaker is like sitting here on the desk and it's like, if I lean back a certain way, I can't see like half my taskbar. So I had to run out and get like a little monitor stand. And I go to Micro Center to get this. And I'm like, I'm looking for a monitor stand. They point me to to the wall mounts. And I go back. I'm looking for a monitor stand. They point me to the wall mounts. And I'm like, no. A monitor stand. This is a, a stand that you put on your desk. And you put your monitor on top. And they're looking at me as if I have something strange coming out of my head. And I'm like, this is the brand that I am looking for. So I go over to the computer and I, and I punch it in. And the guy looks at it and goes... Oh, it's over there. I'm just like, blink, 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 blink. Really? See that thought bubble with the ellipses, you know, materialize over your head? Pretty much. And that's basically has been my weekend day. It's just work, gym, and... The crazy shit that goes on, you know, while I'm trying to run errands. And by the way, did you hear about um, Squidward getting arrested? What? 
He had a voice actor for Sponge on SpongeBob for Squidward was arrested for DUI. Oh jeez. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. What a wonderful day in the neighborhood, huh? Mm. This shit got dark. <laughs> oh. You have no idea. Christ. Shall we go ahead and take our break? Yes. Alright, and the chat room is freaking out about this, but it happened. And... Apparently they're just now fi figuring it out. Yes. So, um, yeah. We'll be back.
All right. Now, before we get into um, tonight's um, listing, something interesting came up on, on Newswire. This is not deserving of breaking news music, because I think it's kind of ridiculous. But yeah, it's, it, 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 it's kind of funny, though. I saw this as I was um, browsing through Facebook quickly before uh, as of the pre-show was going. And this popped up. MSNBC guest, Trump's alt-right fans, childless single men who masturbate to anime. What? What a charmer. But where's the lie, though? Again, Trump's alt-right fans, childless single men who masturbate to anime. And there's an there's an actual clip of this too. Let's let, let, let's see. Hold on. Do we have to? <laughs> yes. A very significant portion of the party that is a limited government conservatism based uh, faction of the overall coalition. Now the, the the screamers and the crazy people on the on the alt right as they call it, um, you know, who 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 love Donald Trump, who who have plenty of Hitler iconography in their Twitter. Uh, icons and they things. They sure do. Who I can think back Donald that Trump up. is the greatest thing. Oh, it's it's something. But the fact of the matter is, most of them are childless single men who masturbate to anime. They're not real <laughs> political players. These are not people who matter in the in the overall course of humanity. I still can't believe he said that. I still can't believe that. <laughs> well, he just pissed away the otaku vote. Most otaku are under don't even know what voting is unless it's a goddamn idol. I can't shake my head hard enough at this. I, I, I'm just like. Uh, uh. I still can't believe it. I can, but at the same time, I can't. Christ. Christ almighty. But, um... This right here, though. This, I am playing for an article for a story that did just come up on the wire earlier today. Excuse me for a second. <clears throat> All right, so I believe about maybe about six months ago, we talked about a story where um, an idol singer had to pay a fine because she violated the contract's no dating clause. Right. Mm-hmm. It finally went to, to went to the courts, and the Japanese judge threw it out. Not surprised. Yeah, good, good for him. Yes. <clears throat> All right. As sorry as story goes, it's been long. It's been long known that Japanese idol singer industry discourages performers from openly dating, so it's not the sour fans' infatuation with the perky vocalist. Recently, though, there's been an increased awareness of just how far talent agencies will go to keep the vocalist from having romantic liaisons. 
In many cases, idols are contractually prohibited from dating. And production companies have taken their former idols to court and won lawsuits stemming from violations. However, a recent ruling in a Tokyo District Court suggests that production companies might not hold all the cards in a legal dispute. The lawsuit, overseen by District Judge Katsuya Hara, involved an unnamed talent agency and now a 23-year-old woman. In April of 2012, the woman entered an agreement with the company to become a member of a multi-performer idol group. Among the provisions in the contract, she agreed was a clause saying if performers are found to be dating a fan, they will be sued for damages. Nevertheless, the woman began a relationship with one of her male fans around December 2013. Slightly over half a year later, in July, she announced that she wanted to quit the idol unit and did not appear in concerts as she was scheduled to. When the details of her contractually prohibited relationship became known, the company filed a lawsuit against the woman and her boyfriend, seeking 9.9 million yen, which translates to $82,500, in compensation. The judge issued his ruling on Monday, in which he particularly acknowledged the logic behind the production company's mindset. Fans desire integrity in idols, he stated. And as such, prohibiting romantic relationships from the management perspective has a certain amount of rationality. However, in Howard's opinion, that wasn't the only issue at play. The enrichment of one's life comes from the association with the opposite sex is covered under the right of self-determination. He said in his final statement, which also included the assertion that association with the opposite sex is part of the pursuit of happiness. Even taking into account that the unique circumstances of being an idol, prohibiting such association is going too far. Hara explained that, that had the woman chosen her course of action with the deliberate aim to cause damage to the company, he would have ruled in favor of the plaintiff. Without anything to suggest malicious intent, however, he dismissed the lawsuit, meaning that the defendants essentially have an extra 9.9 million yen in their dating budgets. In other words, holy shit, the woman has, you know, sexual and uh, personal autonomy. Mm-hmm. Let her have it. Yes. I'd say, you know, if you're going to have a relationship, just try to keep it down low as possible. Try to keep it to a minimum. Here's the thing I, I was wondering about. It said, you know, they can get sued if they date a fan. What if the uh, person they're dating isn't a fan or doesn't like idols to begin with? Mm. Well, that could be argued, but then they would try to prove the point. If you're not a fan, you know, they're like, well, do you know this song or that song or this or that? But theoretically, that's something you could throw in there. It does raise a lot of questions, doesn't it? Yeah. Marco, what's your thoughts? Um I I think because of the whole image thing that, you know, keeping it on the down low is fine, but there's no reason for them not to date. You just don't make it like, you know, the United States makes it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're dating this person now, and now you're broken up, and then you're going to write a song about them. Oh, and now you're dating this person now. Oh, and you just broke up, so you're going to write a song about it. Oh, and you're dating this person now. Sound familiar? <laughs> a little too familiar. And that just happens constantly. Look at freaking Britney Spears. She started out the sweet, innocent thing and then grew up. Now that I am older, I understand why she shaved her head. I get that now. And why she lost her mind? Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, you're you're talking about 
Because, I mean, the same happened for Britney. You're talking about somebody that started out on the Disney Channel in one of their biggest shows. They weren't, allowed, they weren't allowed to do anything either. Mm-hmm. You know, no dating, no anything like that. And if anything comes up, they get in trouble for it. What was it? Um, who was the one that ended up getting pregnant and was basically fired from everything and then sued by the company? Mm-hmm. I think Jessica Simpson's sister? Ashley, Ashley Simpson? Simpson? I think so. Might have been. She, she had a contract with, I think, Nickelodeon and ended up getting pregnant. And meanwhile, she's supposed to be this you know, innocent thing because she's, yeah, Jamie Lynn. That's it. That, that's um, Brittany's uh, sister. Well, I know it was one of them. Because yeah. that's one the of their per- sisters. That's the one that came to mind, but I didn't, you know. Yeah. But yeah, she had a contract with them and she got pregnant and she was only like 16. So they, you know, fired her ass and wanted to charge her with damages Because obviously she was supposed to be filming a show and could no longer film the show because she was pregnant. I'm sure she didn't in- intend to get pregnant, did she? No. No, but I mean, at the same time, it's it's shit that happens. But they want to keep a certain image for, you know, these actors that are you know, playing these parts for little kids, basically. I mean, you're, t- you're talking about a bunch of people that, at, at least here, the ones that are getting in trouble are the ones that are supposed to be looking wholesome for, you know, young teenagers. Sounds like they just break under the pressure after a while. Well, that's what happens. They have to spend so long being this cute little innocent thing that they go crazy. Look at Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. You figure if she did, if she was not doing Hannah Montana as long as she did, she would have gotten all this teenage rebellion shit out of her system before she went into the music business. So now she's doing the teenage rebellion shit in the music business. It's what happens. So all of these um, idol stars, I mean, I get it. They want them to be innocent for the fans so that the fans have that fantasy. Well, you know, at the same time, just keep it on the down low. If you're going to be meeting somebody, don't be tweeting about it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't let them take pictures. Don't, you know, that, that's, that's just what happens. It's like it's not sexist or anything like that. It's the image that you're being hired to portray. They are not hiring you for you. They are hiring you for your image. That's how all those restaurants are able to get around not having, you know, male servers and shit. Did you? Because it's called entertainment. Did... That's the first and foremost. So this is all entertainment. If they want a busty young girl, that's what they're looking for for entertainment. Yes, I caught the uh, the combination of the words too. There, Rama. <laughs> yeah, I just want to make sure I heard correctly. That's actually what they're called. 
Yeah, I, 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 I if you, if you talk I, to anybody that's you know worked for any of those restaurants, if you talk to anybody that's in those restaurant businesses, they're restaurants. I'm not surprised. Yeah, but I mean, and that's that's how the ones here. That's how Hooters gets away with it. That's how um, Bikinis gets away with it. Uh, what's that Irish one? The Irish pub now. Tilted the Scottish tilt. pub. Yeah. That's how they get away with it because they're not necessarily hiring wait staff. They are hiring actresses and models that will happen to be waiters. By the way, and because they and because they post it that way, they're allowed to get away with it because they're entertainers first and food servers second. Here's something interesting: Tilted Kilt was was formed by a female, and the former owner of Hooters actually owns several franchises of Tilted Kilt. Well, that's actually the thing that I was reading, is how Hooters is doing so badly now, and all of these other ones are coming up, and basically it's because Hooters has not changed their image, they have not updated themselves, and they're still stuck with all of their waitstaff looking like, you know, 80 supermodels. Well, that and Hooters did get sold to a to a private equity firm, so. Yeah, but I mean, the whole thing with Hooters is if they actually updated themselves, and brought their, you know, their look into, the, two uh, thousands, mm-hmm. even early two thousands would be better. Because they have extremely strict guidelines on how their girls have to look, and most of it is, you know, straight out of '80s playbook. Ari, what are you doing? Their tackiness is part of their their selling point, I think. Yes. So it's probably why it's like that. No, it's not working for them. They're actually losing business. Their tackiness was cute when it first opened, and people are like, "Okay, this is dumb now." It's actually forcing them to lose business. But and the food on, is kind of meh too. Well, all of those foods are kind of and meh. overpriced. It's you're you're not going there for the food. You're going there for a show. It's the same thing with any of those. If you go to um, medieval times, it's fucking expensive and overly priced. The food is eh. Some of it's good, some of it's not. But you're going there for the show. You're not going there, you know, for the food itself. You're going to watch the jousting and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you go to one of these sexy restaurants, and you're not going there to eat the food. You're going there to look at the girls. But anyway, back on topic. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it's... It's one thing to say, you know, we just want you to keep everything down low. It's another thing to say you can't date at all. That's where the big difference comes in. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Yeah, Dungeon Buster says our chat room at um, live.network.com. Um, yeah, Medieval Times. Great show, but the food is pretty meh. Yeah, Sir Ackerman goes, just like Disney, the women that audition for the princesses need to be a certain weight, height, and even skin pigmentation. It's not just the faces. I don't know about the skin pigmentations part. Actually, yes. It, okay. You cannot, you're not going to have an African-American woman 
audition for Cinderella. True. It's not going to happen. But that kind of falls on lines of common sense, but I get I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, but, I mean, with Disney, it's not just, you know, the prince and princesses and all of that. Yes, they have to be extremely attractive. They have to be, you know, they have to look like the Disney character. They have to act like the Disney character, but it's not just them. If you go there thinking that you're going to be able to put on a goofy costume just because you're in costume, that's false. You have to be a certain weight, a certain height, a certain build to be able to wear those costumes. And trust me, most of those costumes, if you were over five foot anything, you're not wearing them. Mm-hmm. Even the taller, uh, even the taller characters. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, my manager. I, I'm thinking about the kind of, you know, people that get to play uh, Moana and that big, uh, like gigantic ass Samoan that's uh, next door in all the promo art. Hmm. No. What I'm saying is, well, my, my man, my developmental manager at work, he's about my height, and he was, he was a character actor. Now, you know, I'm pretty tall. Yeah, it's it's not all of them. Okay. I mean, you figure Brady was Mickey and Minnie, and you know how tiny she is. Mm-hmm. And she was growing out of those costumes because of her height. And she's a tiny girl. So it's, you know, once you reach a certain height, you're you're out. And it's the same thing with the princesses. As soon as you start to look, you know, older than when you actually went there to interview, goodbye. Hmm. Yeah, you don't last long in jobs like that. It's very fleeting because as soon as you start to age, as soon as you start to look more than just childlike, you're gone. Point taken. And again, it's not because of, you know, discrimination. It's the look. They're looking for entertainers first. This is what you would call professional cosplayers. There's no such thing as professional cosplayers. No, they're actors. They're not cosplayers. You're, you're, you're talking about somebody that has to go to class and train to write a signature the same way, you know, thousands of other people have written this signature. Yeah, and that if much you I do remember. I remember hearing yeah. about that. If you can't get that signature right, you are not allowed to be that character. That is all acting. That is not, you know, you can't say, you know what, I don't feel like being this character today. I want to be this character. Mm -hmm. That would be cosplay. This is work. You are, you know, you are in theater, basically. And doesn't matter how hot it is you're going out there and you're pretending to enjoy all of these little kids kicking your ass fair enough because there are plenty of horror stories of these kids kicking the characters punching the characters kids are dicks yep you think 
Anyway, so, yeah, we need to continue. Yes, 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 we do. Now that we got that out of our system, let's go ahead and cover topics at hand. Um, Ari, why don't you take the first one? Michael, you take the second, because you know I, I do want the last one. Of course. <laughs> okay, so uh, all unlicensed content previously featured on English-language Hemte website Faku has been removed in favor of a legal subscription plan that supports the Japanese artists behind the pornographic manga. Originally announced last June, FACO has initiated its plan to remove pirated Japanese doujin and will now only offer legally supported content. In a forum post about the new business model, website founder Jacob explained why he had decided to remove scanlations and unlicensed content. And then he goes on, a lot of people think that hentai is free just because it's given away for free. Given our history at FACO, we can cheer that misconception. Now it's time to fix it. And over the past year we've had published over 200 individual artists after going to Japan and meeting with the artists whom we publish and have had their scanlations appear on Faku. <clears throat> I made the decision to support them as much as I possibly can. It's heartbreaking to talk with the artists and have them explain they can Google their name and they don't, they don't see their website or their Twitter or any way to actually support them. All you see are pirated scans of their work that have been uploaded somewhere without their permission. <clears throat> now, this isn't a unique problem to hentai. It's an issue with the anime and manga industry at large, and a reason why so many Japanese companies, publishers, and artists blindly turn their back on overseas fans thinking we're all pirates. <clears throat> because for so many years that's all we've been to them, pirates. The goal of Faku is to change your perception in, of us and removing scanlations is the next step. <clears throat> Faku does plan to offer free content for users who choose not, to, choose not to subscribe to the website, but they need more time to decide how they can do it while supporting manga creators. Users are encouraged to offer their ideas on free content legally in the forum. So, yeah, no more free hentai, guys. It is what it is. It doesn't matter. People will find out. They'll find their way to getting it anyway, one way or another, so... Actually, I heard a, there was a similar problem like this in a, this country. I know we don't want to turn this into the hentai episode, but... uh. There's a lot. There's a, this a recurrent post going around that that if you're watching a porn on the uh, tube, you know, station like, websites like that, mm -hmm. that uh, that you don't actually support the uh, the stars or the uh, people who make it, and uh, and they offered all sorts of like safe, like safe and illegal avenues to uh, support support these people financially because yeah. they think, hey, you put up on on one of these tube websites, and hey. You know, you're supporting them. No, you're not. It's sort of like how, you know, how Crunchyroll kind of started out. Then they changed um, their plan of action. And I still don't support them, but it is what it is. And then one of them said that on Martin Luther King Day, I'm not sure if I should go on with this. Uh, this, no. this train of thought, I mean. Uh, no, I've seen that. Let's not. Let's okay. not. So, yeah. Mm. So, read this, I'm thinking, oh, God, my wallet it can't take this kind of abuse. And as Sarah Ackerman says, Mako-chan, someone said hentai. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and, according to Kelly DeMighty, Justin Bieber is banned from Disney Parks for punching Mickey Mouse. Christ. All right, Marco. 
Okay. <clears throat> so, um... Yeah, so um, the third season of Sailor Moon Crystal, with the subtitle of Deathbusters, has gotten the form nod for a spring 2016 premiere with a presumed April debut. Mm. Uh, the new season is changing things up uh, a bit with the staffing, which is likely to give a lot of fans hope, as it'll be directed by uh, Chiaki Khan. Uh, the character designer position is changing as well, with Akira Takahashi taking on those duties after working as an episode animation director for the previous season. Uh, Yuki Kobayashi remains on board in charge of scripts for the series. Um, and then going on about the latest, uh, like, last season and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, it's looking like at least spring, we're hoping for April, but it could be as uh, late as May, um, we'll get the third season of Sailor Moon Crystal. And as far as I know, I don't know what it's going to be doing in Japan, if it's going to be airing on TV or just going through Niku Niku, but uh, we will be getting it through Crunchyroll and Hulu again. So, yeah. Yay, Sailor Moon. Yeah, as I said before, Hooray. we're going to get a third season. Y'all just got to wait. I mean, mm -hmm. it was there, but hey. But you know, hey, I, I guess I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. So, or it's your fault that they don't have any patience. I guess. You know how some people get. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is, it really just came down to the numbers. We knew we would more than likely get another season, but it all depends on Japan. But considering the merchandise is still selling for the 20th anniversary and the 20th anniversary is over, that new merchandise is coming out constantly and selling very, very well, and that they haven't even really come out with a lot of crystal merchandise, but when it does, it's selling really, really well. There is no reason for them to not put out another season. I mean, it's safe to say that considering all of the sales going on that we will get the entire you know re-release kind of uh, done right anywho in, re in regards to merchandising I'm going to play a clip from a very popular movie and we can all agree to it because pretty much is true. But Yogan, what is this place? What is it that you do here? Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Open up this door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come, walk this way. Take a look. We put the picture's name on everything. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money from the movie is made. Thank you, Mel Brooks. 
I don't know. I kind of want a Sailor Moon Crystal brand flamethrower now. I want my Sailor Moon branded pistol whipper. <laughs> it's the uh, Sailor Moon Crystal opening theme when he hits somebody. Well, we all know Mako Chan wants a Sailor Moon Crystal uh, branded pot and, pot and panware set. No, thank you. <laughs> sure, you do. That's actually a thing. No, but if they made one and the handle was ju- had uh, Jupiter's insignia, you best believe she'd want one. No. Lies. No. It probably made right. Not even be non-stick. I. You're talking to me about cooking. If I'm going to be cooking with something, I want it to actually work. That kind of thing. So no, I would not use it. But if it was pot holders or something like that, hell yeah, I would want it. Okay, I was close. All right. Okay. I think I have enough Salem merchandising last me a last me a bit in my house. Mm. Yeah. Now, this one you can never have too much. True. <laughs> now, when I saw this article pop up, I pretty much hit the roof because I'm like, "Are you serious?" One of my other favorite series is Saber Marionette J. And thanks to the awesomeness of Mako-chan, I got all of Saber Marionette J, J again, J to X, and R for my birthday years ago. And it seems that Studio AIC is has been greenlit to do an OVA. This is fir- this is his first new Saber Marionette J anime in over 17 years. And I believe we kind of covered this briefly. So pretty much... There's going to be more information coming out later this year. The thing about Save Marionette J, it's set in a world where there are no women. There's only female androids, and they perform limited human interactions. And they're called marionettes. Pretty much a kid named Otaro Mamiya discovers one of the Saber marionettes named Lime, and she has a special chip that grants her emotions, and people thought she was a little off. Right now, they're working on the licensing to get it up and running. And as of now, it's called the Saber Reanime Project. The last time we had a series, it was Saber Marionette Jada X, which was a 26-episode series, which came out in 1998. There has been two OVA series, two anime series, two manga series, and spin-offs in various machines and forms. Now, I didn't know there was two manga series. I have the first one, Saber Marionette J, which was like five volumes, which spawned the first season. And they put a lot in there to stretch it out, which I thought was a really good job of it. So, yeah, I'm definitely excited about this. And it, it just seems like 20, 2015 and 2016 is starting to become like the year of the old school animes coming back. So, can we please get a redo a a remake of Ron the One Half in HD, that would be awesome. Yeah. So I'm I'm really hyped about that, so I couldn't tell. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because they say Random J is a really good show, and it was the first time I watched an anime that actually made me cry. It was good. Aww. Yeah, if you watch Say Rainet J again, the final episode will make you tear up. Okay, um, moving right along. Who wants to take the next one? Don't everyone scream at once. I'll take the next one. Okay, good. <clears throat> So, I know that we talked about um, this a little bit last year when it first happened. But Los Angeles District Attorney Office announced on Thursday that Power Rangers Wild Force actor Ricardo Medina Jr. has been arrested and formally charged with the murder of his roommate. The initial incident occurred in the afternoon on January 31st of 2015. Uh, Medina allegedly killed his 36-year-old roommate, Joshua Sutter, after an argument turned physical. Uh, The sheriff's department stated at the time that uh, Sutter had forced his way into Medina's bedroom where Medina and his girlfriend were during the altercation in January 2015. Medina then allegedly stabbed him once in the abdomen with a sword he kept next to the door. Medina called 911 at about... 3.50 3.50 p.m. and the detectives then interviewed him at the station. Uh, although Medina was arrested at the time, uh, he claimed the incident was self-defense and the prosecutors did not charge him with the crime. Uh, they said in February that prosecutors had the Los Angeles uh, County Sheriff's Department for further investigation before they decided whether to charge him for the incident. Uh, the arraignment is set for Tuesday, January 19th at the uh, Los Angeles Superior Court and they're going to ask to set bail at $1 million and he faces 26 years to life in prison if convicted. Damn, them Power Rangers will make that kind of money. Yeah. But yeah, if they formally, you know, arrested him and everything, they must have found enough evidence that it was not self-defense. Or maybe it was self-defense, but given how it all laid out, they're not buying it. And so was a call from a wild force? That's who he was? Yes. Yes. thought so. Yes. It's going to make also... watching up. Hmm? It's going to make watching Forever Ed a little awkward. Mm. He also played Decker in Power Rangers Samurai. kind of feel bad for the guy. Yeah, but, I mean, even if he... Go on. For self-defense, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily have to charge him, you know, with murder. Right. It could be a misdemeanor or something like this. Um, yeah, you know, it could be, there's any number of things depending on that. But this is saying that he's being arrested and charged with murder. So that means that it is no longer self-defense. They do not classify self-defense as murder. True. Can't wait to see how the, all the uh, Power Rangers uh, fan conventions will react. Yeah, it may be best not to even bring it up. 
So I'd be like, uh, next question, please. Uh, mind if I take the next one? Sure. <clears throat> so this is from uh, Rocket News 24, and it's and it's this, uh, about this Taiwanese cosplayer named Hizuki Aki, also known as Yao, <clears throat> who has staged plenty of amazing cosplay scenes over the years, dressing with both men and women and collaborating mostly with his good friend Alma to recreate, recreate characters from a number of well-known anime like Free, Naruto, Sailor Moon. Mm -hmm. And now <clears throat> he's brought his grandmother into the mix. Aya's grandmother has no qualms with starring in a fantasy photo shoot dressing up as Sophie from Howl's Moving Castle. She wore a blue dress, white apron, straw hat with a maroon ribbon, and a wig with a long silver braid. <clears throat> Aya's an eye-catching is eye-catching as Howl with black trousers, a white shirt, and a gorgeous multicolored coat. And there's also a replica of his necklace. The touching story of Howl's Moving Castle revolves around the character Sophie, a young girl who was turned into an old woman by a witch, and Howl, a wizard who can transform into a bird-like creature. Calcifer, the fire demon who powers a castle they live in, also makes an enchanting appearance. And uh, the rest is just a uh, variety of photos of the two of them, you know, in different poses, hanging out together. I think that's really cool, though. Yeah, I know... Uh, I couldn't get my uh, mother to uh, doing something like this. She probably, she probably dis dismisses as something stupid with or without a racist remark. But uh, mm -hmm. that's anyway. It says the real life relationship between the two here emphasizes some of the most important themes attracted like from the acclaimed film: youth, aging, destiny, courage, and love. The bond between the two goes far beyond the fairy tale of the anime characters. And yeah, I'm just like, this is fucking great, guys. I mean. It's, wonderful just looking through this whole set there's probably more to it but there but this is all that uh can't all the article put in it there's a i guess you can link to their uh facebook page up yep, there it is uh yeah when i'm a i'm a tw cosplayer yeah i just posted the link in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com and i'm going to like them very specifically because of this shoot So what do you guys think of it? I think it's cute. I think it's amazing. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, me too. Like I said, I'd never be able to get any of my uh, blood relatives in on stuff like this. It just never happened. Kind of sad when you think about it, really. Mm, I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't put too much stock into it, though. Try not to, but some form of inclusion would be nice. True, but, you know. <clears throat> now, this next story, I, it is cosplay in a way, but it, it, to me, it does it does um, work with, it, with our last story. It is also from Rocket News. A 93-year-old Japanese grandmother becomes Instagram smashed by modeling her granddaughter's creations. And I think that's really cool when your parents and your grandparents, they all just support you in what you do. That's re that's really cool. Osaka, that would be nice. Yeah. Osaka-born fashion designer Chinami Mori, no, Chinami Mori might very well be, have one of the best grandmothers in the world. Not only does the 93-year-old Amiko visit her granddaughter's studio every day, she always loves trying on all of her granddaughter's colorful woven clothing and accessories. 
when the two of them have fun sharing photos of Amiko as she models the various designs on Instagram. And that's really cute. That's really cute. It says, appearing on a popular share, po- photo sharing platform, Amiko has drawn more than 24,000 followers for her granddaughter's account and has even attracted the attention of major news outlets with a lovable, carefree attitude. Chinami uses a weaving technique called sayori, which is often referred to as non-technique, given that there are no set rules for the designs, which focuses mostly on creativity and freedom of expression. Her collection includes bags, tops, scarves, hats, whatever she makes. Grandma knows how to get in the character and bring the designs to life. I just love the picture of her grandmother wearing the Letterman jacket. That's just gangster to me. I like that. Let's see. Emiko's carefree, vibrant character makes her the perfect model for these crafty avant-garde designs. Yup. I think this is really cute. I, I, I think it is. These playful poses are bringing smiles to the faces of people around the world, with viewers leaving happy comments in languages from Japanese, English, French, Spanish, Turkish, and Arabic. And she's having so much fun when she does it, too. Yeah. That's the best part. Shinami says Emiko is her favorite person in the whole world, and it's easy to see why. With both of them bringing so much joy in each other's lives and the lives of people across the globe, we can't wait to see, they can't wait to see what they'll get up to next. That's really I just that's really cool. Hmm. But um, because those last two articles. It's the reason why I decided to make which is the topic of our open forum topic. And our Skype line is now open. So if you have any questions about tonight's program or any other questions, give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session. But until then, we're going to go ahead and go into the open forum topic. The open forum topic where we ask you, the fans, a question about something we're going to discuss on tonight's show or something related. So, tonight's question is this. Cosplaying with family. Do you have any relatives that you cosplay with and or help you with your cosplays in progress? And we want to know. And we have, um, we have some answers here from Sarah Ackerman. I'm the only cosplayer in my family, but I do have members help me out quite a bit. And she goes on to thank everybody for teaching her how to make... She goes on to thank her grandmother for teaching her how to sew, her uncle for teaching her how to make props, and her aunt and cousin knowing to help her find good makeup and jewelry. And she goes, and yes, I do have cosplaying training. He's still rather young, though. I plan on taking this first con for his 13th birthday. Thankfully, he's going to be turning 10 this year, so it won't be too far now. Little guy knows what he wants to be, too. He wants to be Leon from Resident Evil. Okay. He'll be the most adorable zombie killer you've ever seen. I don't know. Well, I just found out uh, one of my friends, she's bringing her son to Katakon, and she's doing... um, Neo Queen Serenity, and he and she and he's doing Prince Chibiusa. Cute. That Plus, kid. You have a nice. 
nice head of pink hair. That kid, awesome. that kid's gonna be the biggest pimp at the photo shoot, okay? God. Uh, from Game of Girl X, she says, No family members cosplay other than me. My mom taught me how to sew when I was little, but by working on cosplay, I quickly surpassed her skill set. Now she wants me to grow up because cosplaying is an adult thing to do. Yeah, I, I'll get into my story about that in just a bit. Um, <coughs> sorry. Alright, now well, let's see what goes on in the chat room real quick. Um... We haven't gotten, I guess we haven't gotten to that part yet, but, um, my thing, you know, my great-grandmother, Lord rest her soul, she's the one that taught me how to sew, and then I got into cosplay, and it was pretty fun, so, my fondest memory is my mother, and I was telling her I was making this one cosplay, and I showed her the wig that I bought, and I put it on, and she pretty much gave me the basics on how to take care of it, and she's combing it out and she just thought how cool and awesome it was and it and I was doing my um and I was doing Chunin Artemis, you know, a hybrid of Artemis and Kakashi from Naruto. I I thought that was a pretty cool idea. I did that with a friend, you know, cuz she was Sailor V and I was like, well, I thought it was pretty cool. And it said Maybe being, I misheard that, but it sounded like you said Sailor Vegan. No, V I said vegan, V-E-G-A-N. I said Sailor V. Okay, yeah. I must be hearing things then. Sorry. I wouldn't work. It's all good. But instead of running around with um with what the with the with the hentai manga Kakashi has, I was walking around with a copy of the Sailor V manga. <laughs> I think I have a picture of that. Probably it's from Anime Boston, like two thousand. Or something like that. Yeah, I think a picture of it. I th- I think you sent me a picture of it. Probably. I think I probably still have it because I thought it was hilarious. Yep. It's you flipping her off. No, I think it's her flipping me off as I'm holding up the book. No, I th- I think it's I think it's you flipping her off because you're reading it and she's pissed off that you're not paying attention to her. Probably. And Sarah Ackerman says, "Show us." Well, if you go to the fa- if you go to the Anime Jam Session Facebook page, there's a picture in there somewhere. If I go digging through um, my archives, I will post an individual picture. Okay, Michael Chan, what about you? Um, my mother has helped me with my cosplay since the very beginning. And pictures I've seen. Yes. Um. She has helped me style my wigs. She has helped me sew. She's stayed up really, really late and stressed with me to uh, get stuff done. Um, yeah, she's she's very much into the whole thing. I don't know if I would ever be able to get her to actually cosplay and go to a convention, but... Uh, I think I might have a way. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, she's very big into the Dresden Files. Ah. So um, she has been helping me to gather more legit-looking cosplay items to do a femme Dresden. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm thinking that maybe I can convince her to do a Femme Ebenezer. Which is like his mentor and, you know, spoilers, his gra- his uh, grandfather. Ah, uh, okay. <clears throat> but because they're wizards, he doesn't look like, you know, grandfather. Gotcha, gotcha. So it would work better for her and I to do that. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think I could, you know, convince her to do something like that if the convention was reasonable. If it was local, if, you know, somebody was there, a, a book writer or something that she enjoyed, mm-hmm. I think I could convince her to at least go, if not actually, you know, dress up. But yeah, as Ranma says, um, I've got pictures of her wearing my wigs and partially wearing costume pieces and crap like that. She's just, you know, doesn't care and she's pretty damn awesome like that. Yes, she is. Your mom's cool like that. And y'all are making me feel (laughs) jealous. Sorry. Yeah, I'm like the polar opposite of you guys. I have no kind of support from it at home, from a family and whatnot. Look, l- let me tell I'm you. Not, I'm not even sure that like they know that uh they actually know what I, what I do when I say uh, my friends and I are going away for the weekend to uh you know to whatever a city du jour the convention is in. Mm. Look, they just know. Oh, oh, this is that weekend where you guys mm-hmm. go down to Baltimore, isn't it? I'm like. Yeah, just do the whole smile and nothing, because, like I said, you know, possibly get dismissed with a racist comment, so. Look, look, my grandmother used, used to give me shit all the time for going to these conventions and everything. So, I understand exactly where you're coming from. Believe you me. Well, it's it's also, you know, other things. My mother has never been, you know, the typical mom. And that's probably because she had me when she was so young. Mm. I mean, you figure I'm going to be 33 in two weeks. She's only going to be 53 this year, at the end of the year at that. So, I mean, she's... She was youthful when she had you. Yeah, so it, it was never along the lines of, you know acting very motherly and while she is an amazing mom it's more because she you know she never pressured me into doing things she was always very free to let me do my own thing Hmm. and while she worries it's never to the point where no you can't do that it's you know oh well at least let me know you got there safe and that's it and it's been like that forever to register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase HARP. That's good. Again, sorry for killing the mood. Yeah, I wouldn't too worry I wouldn't worry too much about it. Um, let's see. I'm gonna leave Skype behind open just a little bit longer. Just just a scotch, just in case, you know, we get a call. Adjust this, and there we go.
All right, until then, let's go ahead and get to the part of the show that everybody loves. Strange news from Japan. You know, being away for what is essentially three weeks mm -hmm. and having three weeks of things to look at, these were the only two weird, you know, crazy kind of uh, articles. And then I had to find, you know, one of those cultural kind of things mm -hmm. in three weeks. So, yeah. Well, I, I did see as I was going through that uh, one of the articles was that crime is the lowest it's been in Japan in years. So that probably has, you know, something to do with me not being able to find weird-ass shit anymore. Well, before we get into our strange news from Japan, we do have a call on the line. You're live on Anime Jam Session. Who are we talking to tonight? Hi, Kelly again. Hey, Kelly, what's up? Nothing much. Just, you Hello. know, with the open forum topic, I didn't catch it on Facebook, which is why I wasn't able to post my uh, response to it. But um, It's all good. You know, like, my, my sister used to, I don't know, Adam, you, I don't know if you remember my sister used to do it. We never did, like, a like a same one, but we used to do cosplays. Like, she would do Psyche when I did Final Fantasy. Wait, wait, wait. You have a sister? Yes, I do. I totally forgot. <laughs> I don't know if you actually met her or I... not. I don't. I don't think. I. I think either I forgot or this is like the first I'm hearing about this. Well, whenever we'd go to the cons, she would be like, "Okay, you don't know me. I don't know you. So go off and do your own thing. Bye." Oh, that old gag. Yeah, I, I had that kind of sister. She was embarrassed to be associated with me. So. Lord. <laughs> eh, jokes on her. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so, like, we'd never do, like, our own, we'd never do, like, together cosplays, but I'm actually starting to work on now with my, you know, I've got, like, my two young girls. Right. And one of the first ones I was going to do was Digimon, because I've already shown that one to them. I haven't shown them too many animes, because I'm still trying to mostly show them educational stuff. They're mm -hmm. still at that age, so. Gotcha. <laughs> but <clears throat> probably, like, Digimon cosplays, and I'm actually been considering making them Pokemon and just being, like, a generic, like, my own version of a Pokemon trainer. That so, works. Yeah, the only problem is toddlers are really hard to get cosplay details right with. Because you have a much smaller canvas to work with, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. Well, it's like, I've got, like, a Mimi cosplay I'm working on. Like, I've already got the hat. And I've got some fabric picked out for the dress if I can't find the right style for it. But she's not going to wear the gloves at all, which is fine. I don't expect a one-year-old to wear gloves. So I'm not a stickler for detail, at least not with my girls. <laughs> and besides, when you show up at the cons, everybody's going to be going, aww. And they're going to be squealing with joy. Pretty much. It's going to yep. be tiny Mimi and tiny Sora. So There you go. You know, I figure, like, with in that case, since, you know, I'm mostly doing that one for my girls, it'll probably just, I'll do, like, Matt. You know, he's just got, like, the shirt and jeans. <laughs> something simple, because that, and with something like that, it's like, I mostly just want my girls to shine through, since they both love posing for the camera. They don't necessarily like talking to people, but they'll pose for pictures, so. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You have anything else for us tonight? 
No, that's all. Just always great to hear from you guys, and thanks for doing this podcast. It's, or not pod, well, yes, podcast, you know. You know what I mean. Thanks for having this available for those of us who can't always be in the anime community as much as we like. So, no, you are awesome. No problem. That's what we're here for. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. See you later. Later. Thanks. Oops, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off like that. Sorry. Whoops. All right. That was good to hear from our to hear from our fans. Just remember, call in if there's something. Let us know what you think of the show or something we've covered in this episode or a prior episode. Or you know, we're here to listen. We're here to give whatever answers that we can. So, back to the matter at hand here. I can take the first one if you want. Good for yeah, go for it. Hang on, let me. And I kind of okay, want to try this go. stuff. Uh, so if you ever wanted to pick me up to get you through the Hanami party se- season, aka Cherry Blossom viewing, Red Bull's got you covered with this year with the appropriately named beverage. <clears throat> Simply called the Spring Edition, the Sakura flavored energy drink comes in a pink and silver can and will be all over, available all over Japan. Limited numbers from February 16th. Retailing for 190 yen, which is about $1.60, which get... is cheaper than a uh, Red Bull in this t- part of the world. Exactly! The product will be released just ahead of the cherry blossom season, which generally runs from mid-March through early April. For those of you who want to taste the pink blossoms before the release date, a selection of convenience stores around the country... We'll be carrying the product from February 9th, or it'll be packaged together in a two-piece set with the grape-flavored blue edition. And the response is what you would expect. Like, full speed of diabetes! This looks delicious. This will end up in the bargain bin. I can't wait to try this! Never liked any kind of sacro-flavored drink, so I'm sure I won't like this. Sacro-flavored sounds disgusting. I wonder if mixing the blue and the pink together will give you the strongest effects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Sakura, so I mean cherry-flavored, in other words. I hope they bring that over here. They won't bring it over here legit, but I would not be surprised if Jayless brings it over. No, what I mean is if it's supposed to be cherry-flavored, maybe they'll do a cherry-flavored variant here. Just call it cherry-flavored. Yeah. I don't know, they didn't bring the grape one over. True. They will taste vengeance. It tastes like Red Bull, which tastes disgusting. Hey, you know someone actually sued them over giving them wings? I'm not surprised. And they won? Well, yeah, because nothing in their merchandising says that Red Bull doesn't actually give you wings. It doesn't even say it as a disclaimer on their website. I've looked. Mm-hmm. My dad worked for... A delivery driver who uh, delivered Red Bull and all this all this ilk to uh, all different stores and whatnot before he retired and slash got sick. But uh, I started growing sick of the stuff you know within the first month or so because it would always be in the fridges in the garage, always be like cases and cases of shit, and I just couldn't st- I couldn't hit- stand it anymore. I can't stand it today. It's like ugh, hate this stuff.
I don't know. I've always thought that Red Bull tastes exactly like Mr. Bubble smells. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time you've said that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I will take the next one. Okie dokie. Because I find it kind of amusing. A firefighter was arrested for stealing a wallet from a man who called him for help. What the fuck? Police in Kawasaki, Kanagana Prefecture have arrested a 38-year-old firefighter on suspicion of stealing a wallet from a drunk man while he was being taken home in an ambulance. According to the police, the 44-year-old unemployed man called 119 at around 12.10 in the morning back on November 5th asked for help because he had gotten too drunk to walk. Fuji TV reported the suspect, Yoshizaki Hazumi, and other firefighters arrived on the scene with an ambulance. The drunk man was put in the ambulance and driven home, accompanied by Hazumi. Hazumi was later seen on video footage at a convenience store in Kawasaki using an IC card belonging to the man he just put in the ambulance. Hazumi was quoted saying he found the IC card but denied stealing the man's wallet. Police said it is unusual for an ambulance to take someone back home. Seriously, who the hell does that? As someone says in the forums, I say call the police and arrest them for being drunk in public. If being drunk in public was a crime, the police would be very busy indeed. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, Mako-chan, last one's yours. <clears throat> a 56-year-old man from Makarazaki City in uh, Kagoshima Prefecture has been arrested for physically assaulting and insulting a convenience store clerk because he didn't smile enough while serving him. Oh, boy. According to the report, the incident occurred at around 5.40 a.m. on January 3rd when the suspect, a flower shop owner, expressed dissatisfaction with the 44-year-old's employee for not being cheerful and smiling at him. Uh, police said Muta asked the clerk to meet him outside the convenience store where he hit the man in the stomach and forced him to kneel on both knees in the traditional Japanese uh, Dogiza do do style and apologized to him. The employee suffered kidney damage, which will take a month to heal, police said. At the time of the incident, there were no other employees or customers in the store. Uh, Muta had been a regular customer at the convenience store, police said. Well, That's a little disproportionate, don't you think? Hello? Maybe. I mean, what constitutes not "quote unquote" enough smiling? You know, maybe giving a big, full, big, toothy grin gets a little grating for some people, and they can't keep that up constantly. I mean, if that happened here, like say to me, I mean, like every other transaction would be a fist fight with someone. There'd be a pile of there'd be a pile of bodies like ten feet high next to the, next to my booth. Hmm. 
See, of course, I, I want to kill. See, I'm kind of thankful I don't have to smile like a madman at work. I just gotta just have great customer service, and it's like good. That's another thing. You've seen me smile when I get when it's like really overly big. I look like a madman. <laughs> Step back slowly, slowly. Run! So I'm looking at this. Not only was beating the crap out of this guy to cause kidney injuries uh, illegal. But the way he had him get down on his knees to apologize is actually a crime. What? Of course, you can't force com- someone to uh, kneel down like that and apologize. It, it's that. It, it's that um, apology itself. I'm looking at these, and it, it's because it ca- it can cause injury to force a person into that position. Um. Yeah, and it's just, it's actually kind of amusing. Wow. His kidneys are banged up, his knees are banged up. Bad day. Just, wow. Well, I mean, you're also talking about a country where... It's very, very common and looked upon for customer service to be exceptional and happy and, you know, thanking the person for their business and all of that, like all of that kind of thing. Right. That's just, you know, the culture itself. The fact that a guy at what was it, 4 or 5 a.m. got his ass kicked for probably being too damn tired to care? That's what's shitty. Mm-hmm. Ari, where I are you? I can just imagine him trying to say, have a nice day, and getting stuck in the middle of it yawning. Hmm. Christ. And as Dungeon Buster says, just to reiterate, the customer is not always right. Dot com. Mm-hmm. All right. Shall we take our last break of the night? Yes. Sure thing. Sounds like a plan. We'll be back.
し音が聞こえる場所My accursed bathroom sink. God damn it. What happened? It's clogged up. I finally got around to putting some like, liquid plumber down it and let, I let it sit for maybe for, for almost as long as the podcast has been going. So I figured I'd give it enough good time, good enough time for it to do its thing. It's still clogged. Good thing I bought the big bucket from、um, Target. Get the Drano. Yeah, so I don't know what it is. Because usually when that st- sink starts acting up, it ain't too far behind to other things around here start acting kind of odd. So, But lately it's been very quiet. So thank God for small favors. Would you say it's too quiet?、Uh, at this moment in time, I'll take it where I can. So. So, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for love and fun of it. So, definitely、um, give us a look see. So, if you have any thoughts, questions, flames, ideas, and all that good stuff, drop us a line. We're at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that's podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post all of our、um, articles, links to our convention videos and photos. I do believe we'll have a review of Otakon Vegas coming soon, so be on the lookout for that. But if you can't access our site for our podcast, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, and coming soon to Google Play. Check out our YouTube page at youtube.com slash animejamsessiontv. This is where we post all of our convention videos, masquerade videos, interviews, all that good stuff. So definitely check that out. If you want to see some of the stuff that we like on YouTube, like favorite videos or videos that we may upload ourselves, you can find me at youtube.com slash djronmas. Ari is at ari22682. You can find Mako chan over at jupe luna. Twitter.com slash anime jam session. Follow us here for updates on our website when we're going live and conventions we're going to and stuff that we may be covering or we might find of, of interest to us.、Um, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, you can find me at twitter.com slash djrunmess. Ari is at the Ari Man. You can find Mako Chan over at Joe Video. Facebook, facebook.com slash anime jam session. To every single fan who's, who's liked the page, Thank you. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. So, as long as you continue to like the page, the articles, the photos, the videos, everything we post up there, we're going to bring you more content. If you want to follow us on Facebook and see what things that we might like, what, you know, like good stuff, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmess or that djronmess guy. Ari is over at Ari Rockefeller. You can find、um, Mako chan over at Makoto Mako chan Kino. And don't forget, we are on the VOG Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9 30 p.m. with Encores at 2 p.m. on Thursdays. But we're not the only geek centric podcast on this show, on this network. You definitely want to check out the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, and Girls Gone Wild. 
Now we're gonna go around the room for last words. Mako! Um, I just turned on the electric blanket, so when I get into bed, it's going to be nice and warm. Mm, okay. Ari? I just want to go to bed and get tomorrow over with, because I really don't want to have to sit through jury duty. I know that feel. My microwave is screaming at me to get the, take the wings out and eat it, so I'm going to do that. But first, I gotta set up my uh, monitor stand. That is it. End of list. Um, we'll be back here next week with a brand new episode. Um, I don't think we'll be taking off anytime soon. Um, if you know, you'll be the first to know here, and we'll post about it on our website and on the, on the forums and on the Facebook page. So yeah. That's it. It's time for us to get out of here. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ranma. Uh, his call got dropped. I just noticed that. It's like, damn. So, yeah, he's Ranma. The other one is Ari. And I'm Makanan. Sorry about that. <laughs> there you are. It, the Skype gods uh, ki- like screwed with me again. Sorry about that. Just out of curiosity, did you update to the latest version of Skype before you jumped on? Yeah, like okay. last time. Alright. Because it's telling me that you don't have the latest update and you shouldn't be part of this chat. Damn Skype gods. That doesn't make sense. I know. But fuck it. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. You know I hate it when you do that. Yep, that's why I do it. Rubbing salt in the wounds. Goodnight. Goodnight, everybody. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, dammit. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!